Welcome to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast for anyone looking to stop letting life get in the way and start crushing bold goals. I'm your host, Sarah Mayer, and I'm thrilled to navigate this journey with you because it's time to start boldly achieving without working double time. So let's dive in. Hello, Bold Goal Crushers. I'm super excited today because this is a book club episode. And today I'm going to be talking about the book by Jordan Peterson, 12 Rules for Life, an Anecdote to Chaos. And I don't know if you've read this book or if you're just using this podcast to get the cliff notes, but this is one of the books that I have read where if I can be completely honest, it has a lot of information, a lot of stories unrelated or loosely related to the rules. However, I will say the rules are good rules for life. I'm not sure it's an extensive list of rules because there are some that I would probably add or take away, but I think there are great principles for everyone to keep in mind as they navigate this life. So let's start out by talking about what are the rules for life. So there are 12 and I'll jump into a couple key takeaways from some of them. But the first rule for life is to stand up straight with your shoulders back. And I mean, to be honest, this is great for good posture and it's great to ensure that you are standing up straight, but it's so much more than actually just standing up straight. It's really, really about um, being confident and taking that position of mastering your control system, your emotions, your thoughts, your actions, modeling perceptions. So they talk, he talks a lot about how confidence plays into how you show up in the world and how this rule really allows you to develop more confidence and uh, stand up straight. So one of the examples is, you know, about posture, of course, and basically they're talking about serotonin and serotonin is the chemical that does govern posture in many uh, mammals and low serotonin really means reduced confidence. Low serotonin means more response to stress and a costlier physical preparedness for emergency. So not being as prepared. And low serotonin also relates to less happiness, more pain, more anxiety and illness. And this really comes into play when you're thinking about the rules of life of if you know you're putting out low serotonin or you have low serotonin, you will have low confidence. So there are a lot of stories in this chapter and 
one of the things that he says is to stand up straight with your shoulders back is to accept the responsibility of life with eyes wide open. And it means to voluntarily transform the chaos into confidence, pretty much. So looking for inspiration in others, stand up straight with your shoulders back is rule number one. Rule number two, which is a very interesting rule, uh, is treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. Treat yourself like someone you are responsible for helping. And I just love this rule because I think many times we treat others better than we treat ourselves. We don't give ourselves breaks. We don't... uh, take time for vacation. We don't talk nicely to ourselves sometimes in our head. And so this rule is about really creating time to take care of yourself, to, you know, take care of your health and all the things. And one of the lessons that he talks about is the lesson of deserving respect. Like we all deserve respect and you deserve respect, but you also deserve to respect yourself. So you are morally obligated to take care of yourself. And I just love that he puts together this. So just remember, you could begin by treating yourself as if you were someone you were responsible for. And hopefully you would treat someone you are responsible for very well. Rule number three, make friends with people who want the best for you. Make friends with people who want the best for you. This is a pretty obvious rule, but um, sometimes people make friends with people who necessarily don't, don't necessarily want the best for them. And so he talks a lot about choosing friends who are truly out there to bring the best in you and tapping into your potential rather than friends who maybe want to change you or maybe think they're better than you. So he talks about the reciprocal agreement. So here's something to consider from the book. This is a quote. Uh, If you have a friend whose friendship you wouldn't recommend to your sister, your father, your son, why do you have such a friend for yourself? Loyalty is not identical to stupidity. And loyalty must be negotiated fairly and honestly. So you might say you're being friends with these people because of loyalty, but friendship is reciprocal a reciprocal arrangement, and you're not morally obligated to support someone who is making your life a worse place. So if you surround yourself with people who support your upward aim, they will not tolerate cynicism and destructiveness, and they will help to raise your potential up. And you could be more than you are, according to uh, Michelangelo. So Don't think that it's easier to surround yourself with good, healthy people. 
because it's not always like that, there may be something that you can change. So use your judgment, protect yourself, and make friends with people who truly want the best for you that are not afraid to let you live, dream, and be bold. Rule number four, and we love this one because we've talked about the gap in the gain, and this is very similar. So compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to someone else, who someone else is today. So compare yourself to who you were yesterday, not to who someone else is today. And no matter how good you are at something or how you rank in your accomplishments, honestly, there's going to be someone who is better than you, who makes you look incompetent or who maybe makes you feel incompetent. So remember that if the cards are always stacked against you, sometimes the players are a little more advanced. And I think it's really important when we compare ourselves that we really dare to be truthful, but we also dare to realize that our chapter one is very different than somebody else's chapter 25. So I just loved this chapter and rule. I think it it's a great reminder to really dig deep about how far we've come and recognize how far we've come. Uh, Rule number five. (laughs) This is an interesting rule. I kind of struggle with this rule, but okay. Uh, Do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. Do not let your children do anything that makes you dislike them. I don't know about this rule, but, uh, you know, I don't have biological children, so there's that. Um, But this rule truly is about being a parent or a friend. It's about uh, ensuring that your children are disciplined, but also have the freedom to be creative and He talks a lot about uh, parenting in this chapter, so I didn't really relate to that, but uh, principle one was limit the rules. Principle two, use minimum necessary force. And third, parents should come in pairs. And parents have a duty to act for proxies on the real world, so teaching them good lessons. So one of the things was just basically raising good people and teaching people and kids to be kind. And there's a lot of other parenting tips in there. If you're a parent, that might relate to you. Rule number six, set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. And this one was really interesting because he talks a lot about in this chapter how you you can clean up your own life. So the first suggestion was to consider your circumstances, to start small, to really reflect and decide are have you taken full advantage of all the opportunities and to really think about cleaning your house first. And interestingly enough, I just went to the Taylor Swift concert. I had a couple of clients there and you know, she 
And one of her songs is, you know, I keep my side of the street clean and you wouldn't know what that means. And I think this really goes into what he's talking about here. So start with where you're at before you start looking at others. So set your house in perfect order before you criticize the world. Uh, Number seven, this is one of my favorites. Pursue what is meaningful, not what is expedient. So. This one is, I mean, it's a long game, guys, and life is a long game. Anything worth having is something that cannot be achieved very quickly. And pursue your your favorite things, live for the moment, do what's expected. But remember that life is a long game. And so pursue what is meaningful to you rather than um, just living for the day to day. And he talks a lot about the delay of gratification. And so many times the things that we really want do take many years to achieve. And so really thinking about how to achieve your goals and all those things without giving up, especially since they're longer games. So I love this quote in here, by the way, it's kind of a side note, but the central problem of life is dealing with its brute facts. It's not merely what and how to sacrifice, but what and how to sacrifice the evil and the vengeful source worth suffering. And so I think it's really important to remember that as we're doing things that it's a long game, there is a lot in this chapter. So you know, take that for what you will. It's a long, long chapter with lots of great examples. Um, the next rule is tell the truth or at least do not lie. And and I, I like this little caveat at the end uh, to tell the truth, but at least do not lie. And this one is a chapter all about the spoken word and what is said. And one of his experience that he shares is that he found himself sharing things so that he was able to get a point across or get something done or take something from A to B. And later when he created this rule not to lie, he basically says, you know, that manipulation was used in order to get things done. And while they may be little white lies or lies of necessity, um, he says, see the truth and tell the truth. And if your life is not what it could be, try telling the truth. So to really do the deep work and look inside as well as to what's truly going on in your life. And number nine, uh, assume the person you are listening to might know something you don't. Assume the person you are listening to might know something you don't. And this is one of my favorite chapters. I highlighted like a million things. So many times, as you know, advice is what you get when the person you're talking with about something wishes you would just maybe go away. And advice is what you get when the person you are talking to wants to reveal his or her own position. And so 
he talks about the genuine conversation about how if you're having a genuine conversation, it should follow exploration, articulation, and strategy, strategizing. And when you're involved in that, you're listening and talking, but mostly listening, and that's paying attention. And sometimes this conversation doesn't go that way, but you should assume that the person that you're listening to does have does know something you might not. So listening for that rather than listening to tell your position. And Carl Rogers is quoted in here. And he says, the great majority of us cannot listen. We find ourselves compelled to evaluate because listening is too dangerous. And the first requirement is courage. And we don't always have that. And so he said, it takes courage to listen uh, rather than listen to tell people. So I just love this chapter. I have a lot of notes. And one of the things that he closes with is just to remember that many times we're in a conversation and listening would be the key to resolution. Rule 10, be precise in your speech. Just be precise in your speech. Uh, you know, he he doesn't say this quote, but I remember this quote, loose lips sink ships. And what he really talks about in this is that making sure that you articulate, but you don't go on and on and on. And then being more simple, like helping people to understand what they're looking at and allowing them to do that. Rule 11, don't bother children when they are skateboarding. And I I have a similar rule to this is don't dim somebody else's sparkle. And so many times he uses the example of people, oh, be careful. Oh, you fell down. Oh, this. So many times we need to allow people and especially children, but many people, the opportunity to explore, to test things out and most importantly, to fail. And I think that's what's really the message in this rule is allow people to fail, don't dim their sparkle, and let them take risks and let them learn from themselves. Rule 12, uh, I have a little problem with rule 12, but we'll talk about that. Pet a cat when you encounter one on the street. He does say dogs are okay too, but I think it should be pet a cat or dog or animal when you see one on the street that's, you know, petable. Uh, that's not, you know, wild. Anyway, this one, this chapter is all about really enjoying animals and things and everything. So thinking about how can you limit your day-to-day -day busyness so that you can enjoy the simple things. So again, the 12 week year, I'm sorry, not the 12 week year, the 12 rules for life. I just did a presentation on the 12 week year. The 12 rules for life are great rules. Life doesn't need to be complicated. These are great rules to live by. I would encourage you to create your own. The book overall is a good book, but a lot of unnecessary, in my opinion, stories. And I think it would behoove somebody to sit down and actually look at the rules um, and come up with their own. 
That's my opinion. So get going and create your rules for life. And uh, please join us for the next book. The next book is Undaunted by Kara Golden. Um, Kara, maybe. K-A-R-A, Golden, Undaunted, Overcoming Doubts and Doubters. And this book is basically says, don't let anyone crash your dreams. Whenever, Whatever you want to achieve, no matter how hard it may seem, you owe it, your, owe it to yourself to read this book. So this is a rare opportunity to gain insights and proven advice, unlike anything you'll find in the conventional business press. And I'm super excited to jump into this book. This is the July book. So you will be able to check that out and join our live discussion on the fourth Monday of every month. And let's get to it. Let's crush our goals and everything that gets in the way. Thank you for tuning in to the Bold Goal Crusher podcast, where we crush goals and everything that gets in the way. I always love to support my community, so feel free to text the word GOAL to 480-530-5368. Again, 480-530-5368 and the word GOAL. And then tell me all about your goals and dreams. Thanks for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you crush your goals this year.